hello, and welcome to Let's Chat Montessori. I'm Alma, a passionate Montessori educator. I'm here to share with you all the insights that I've learned over the last nine years while working with toddlers. I'm here to help you, to help your child be more confident, responsible, and independent little human while exploring the Montessori method. Hopefully with all my shared insights, you will feel more at ease and empowered to begin setting up a prepared environment for your little one. Join me on my show as I will be diving into different topics all about the importance of routine, a prepared environment, a prepared adult, and so much more. Welcome back to another episode on Let's Chat Montessori. Today's episode is all about the human tendencies. Human tendencies, what are they? Why are they so important when talking about children? And why are we even talking about the human tendencies? How are they even correlated to having a prepared environment? And so today, I'm here to talk to you about the human tendencies. Now, the human tendencies are just natural impulses that really just direct an individual to perform certain actions or activities without really having a conscious plan. They're just basic needs as a human being, and they're being able to satisfy those needs and their basic universal drives. They exist in various ways and strengths in different individuals, but they exist in all people in some form. But today we're referring to young one, two, and three-year-olds. These universal drives are unconscious and spontaneous, as I mentioned. And these human tendencies, they are correlated, they are associated with the prepared environment. So you want to be able to consider these human tendencies or drives when preparing the environment for your child. The following human tendencies that I like to refer to are the following. So these are important and keep these in mind. So we have orientation, we have order, we have exploration, we have communication, exactness, manipulation, abstraction, and creativity. So if we can keep these in mind, they will really allow us to prepare an environment that really best meets your child's needs. So to be able to just know that the human tendencies are really what drives the child to do what they do. So being able to have an environment that best best meets those needs, so they are able to fulfill those drives, then we're in a good place because then we're able to give that to them. So being able to keep that in mind when you are preparing the environment. So when we are referring to orientation, we are saying people want to know where their place is in the world. They want to know how people and things in it compare to themselves to understand where they fit in. And so children are constantly evaluating and doing this in their surroundings when they're out in the world. So to be able to give them a point of reference, to become familiar with their environment and to have an idea of the things in it. So they soon begin to feel a sense of belonging. 
So this goes hand in hand with having a prepared environment. You're giving them a point of reference, some form of orientation, and an area for them to create that sense of belonging. So that's one drive that you're fulfilling that they have. And then while doing that, you are creating order. You're giving them a point of reference, but then you're also helping them build that order. Being able to guide your children to return materials back to the shelf where they belong. That essentially helps your child build order. And honestly, children love order at this age. They are able to set up an environment that really supports this idea. You're able to see the benefit of creating a space for your child. Being able to see this for the last 10 years, I have to say it really does work. If you have a fully prepared environment and you set the expectation early on and you're able to build order, you are soon able to see that. And they soon begin to take ownership of their environment and their belongings because then everything becomes a pattern or a sequence that they can follow, right? They learn probability, the anticipation of an event happening, so which then builds like a form of security. They learn what to predict. They understand what comes next and what will possibly happen. So this really gives them that opportunity to learn this particular idea of what that means and of course if there's chaos or confusion it really becomes very unsettling for the children you know this is why we try to find patterns or classification systems or like a sequence to follow so they can really make sense of the world around them this is why in a classroom setting you really see a very structured well set up routine around the full curriculum in a classroom setting when you're managing a, a, a classroom of 12 you're it's a community that you're managing but also aside from that you have to make sure that there is no chaos or confusion happening in your environment so you want to be able to offer those patterns where you're allowing order and a sequence to sort of take place so then your child does not feel like there's chaos happening so again being able to really support the idea of having a prepared environment, but then giving them the order behind that is very, very important. And then also with with even all that happening, you have exploration, right? Once we have an environment that is set up for them, considering the human tendencies, we are giving them the opportunity to adapt to the environment while now also giving them the opportunity to explore So human beings are naturally curious, you know, through exploration and investigation, they learn from their discoveries. So really the opportunity to manipulate, this really goes hand in hand with exploration. When they're able to manipulate, they begin to use their creative mind, which then of course leads them to discovery. So there is such a unique connection between learning and doing. Humans work with their hands to establish connection between their mind and their hands. So this is really fascinating to be able to offer this opportunity when we have a setup environment suited just for them. So being able to also continue this and know that while this is all happening, the children are also practicing what we call exactness. You know, humans in general perceive when things do not fit together. 
So when this happens, the children will adjust and they will refine and they will improve. And the children have the opportunity to practice this drive while in a prepared environment. So for example, we will see this in the classroom when the children are working on a single activity, individualized and focused. We will see that they're really trying to perfect something, really trying to figure it out and use their mind through trial and error. So exactness, you know, really also allows for the child to repeat the same activity over and over until they are able to achieve a level of self-perfection. And in a classroom setting and really anywhere, they're allowed to repeat any activity as many times as they want. And then of course, lastly, we have abstraction and creativity, which is really an ability to draw conclusions to conceptualize, to synthesize, to be able to imagine from experiences in the real world. So children can imagine that which does not exist and they can think beyond the concrete and real. So alongside with that creativity, we are fulfilling their spiritual needs by giving them music and arts and religion. So as well as offering indirect mathematical tasks, like so for example, offering indirect mathematical tasks like counting out how many plates we'll need for snack time or how many cups we'll need or maybe counting out how many times we've jumped up in the air. So these are all different methods and approaches that we use in a classroom setting that you can also utilize in your own home setting. And of course we can't forget there's a lot of communication happening within this entire cycle. Essentially while understanding the human tendencies and what they are, this will help us better set up a prepared environment for your child that will fully support their needs and help them achieve an immense variety of skills. So I hope that everyone found this entire show helpful. That really wraps it up for today. That's all I have for today. But keep in mind the human tendencies when preparing your child's environment. This really allows for a smooth transition in setting up and knowing what to look for, which we mentioned, which was orientation, order, exploration, manipulation, exactness, communication, abstraction, and creativity. So I'll leave you with that, but I hope today's show brought you some insight and better understanding of why considering the human tendencies will better guide you in preparing your environment for your child to better support their needs. All right, I love you all. Till next time, bye. Hello, everyone. Thanks for staying with me till the end. Check out our show notes at BlossomMontessori.com. That's B-L-O-S-S-M Montessori.com. Also, if you've enjoyed and found the show helpful, please take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Blossom Montessori and share your takeaway. And don't forget to show me some love by subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast on Anchor or Spotify. Till next time.